Hello, sweethearts. Thanks for joining me today on Love Letters 2, the daily podcast dedicated to wonderful and unexpected things. In today's episode, continuing through our month of Muses and Makers, it is a love letter to the Hotel de Cap, a luxurious destination of almost mythical beauty and grandeur. Since its inception, it has been the playground of the rich and glamorous and has served as a muse to many artists, both past and present. I'm Alicia Mintz, and I invite you to join me today for this love letter to the Hotel de Cap, coming to you right after a brief word from our sponsors. Dear Hotel de Cap, considered to be one of the most prestigious palace hotels in the world, you may not fit our typical idea of a muse, but over the years, you have served as an inspiration for many artists and authors. You haven't been just a luxury vacation spot for the rich and famous since 1887. You have also been the muse for the likes of Pablo Picasso and F. Scott Fitzgerald. Hotel de Cap, you were originally built as a private residence in 1869 by Hippolyte Vilmassant, the founder of the French newspaper Le Figaro. He called you the Villa Soleil and built you with the intention of inviting artists and writers who needed a retreat to recharge their creative juices. He wanted them to stay for as long as they wanted, surrounded by the sea and mountains and for very little money. Unfortunately, this artist retreat concept lasted for less than 20 years. In 1887, you were purchased by Hotelier Antoine Sella, who opened you as the Grand Hotel de Cap. You are beautifully nestled on a rocky cliff on the Mediterranean Sea between Saint-Tropez and Monaco. With your stunning and serene atmosphere, you have inspired some of the greatest artists and thinkers, in addition to being the site of many parties and lurid affairs. No doubt your location, scenery, and climate are all definitely a part of your great appeal. But the carefree atmosphere, along with the great deal of excess, were also rather alluring. During Prohibition in the United States, you also had lots of free-flowing and legal alcohol, which likely also contributed to the creativity you inspired. You have a rich history, which includes names we are all familiar with. For over 130 years, you have been the playground to the rich, famous, and glamorous. The Hotel de Cap's history is almost surely part of what W. Somerset Mom was thinking of when he described the area as a sunny place for shady people. Before we talk about all the artists that you have been used for, let's just mention some of your famous guests. Marlena Dietrich, Orson Welles, Elizabeth Taylor, and husband Richard Burton, Gary Cooper, the Duke and Duchess of Windsor, Winston Churchill, Charles de Gaulle, Coco Chanel, Kate Moss, Paris Hilton, the Rolling Stones, and the entire Kennedy family. Some of the famous artists that you've hosted over the years are Ernest Hemingway, F. Scott Fitzgerald, Pablo Picasso, Cole Porter, Ella Fitzgerald, Dorothy Parker, Matisse, Chagall, Noel Coward, John and Yoko Ono, Peter Sellers, Michael Caine, Robert Evans, Rock Hudson, 
Doris Day, and even Prince. The list could go on and on. The link between you and Hollywood has always been a strong one, but Hollywood's fascination with you deepened even more after the Cannes Film Festival began nearby in 1946. This gave the Hollywood elite a great reason to spend time surrounded in your luxury. There are two people, though, who really put you on the map, Gerald and Sarah Murphy. Gerald and Sarah were wealthy American expatriates who were the toast of the French Riviera during the 1920s. They were also at the center of the so-called lost generation and inspired many of the artists of that time. Gerald and Sarah Murphy were immortalized as Dick and Nicole Driver in F. Scott Fitzgerald's Tender is the Night. These two people were born into the rigid and pompous American upper class in the 1880s and were raised in the elite and stifling social structures of New York City. They found each other and escaped to the social freedom and artistic expression that could be found in France and the French Riviera. They would be the generous and welcoming hosts to the people and parties that are still being written about and discussed a hundred years later. Gerald and Sarah Murphy can be credited with rediscovering the French Riviera and especially making it a summer destination. Prior to the Murphys renting you and bringing many of their artistic friends to stay for the summer of 1923, it had been thought to be far too hot to tolerate and was only visited during the winter months. Hotels and resorts like you were not even open during the summer months. The Murphys were already a wealthy couple, but with the strong American dollar at that time, their wealth went even further. After the summer of 1923, the Murphys built a villa nearby the Hotel de Cap called Villa America. Throughout much of the mid-1920s, the Murphys and their circle of friends' time on the French Riviera was a bastion of creativity, free thought, and pleasure. Gerald and Sarah Murphy rented the majority of you from the beginning of April through October in 1923, and in so doing, made you the new summer hotspot for the smart set. Prior to the Murphys renting you for the entire summer season, the area was only a resort destination in the winter. The hotel in Tender in the Night is based on you, Hotel de Cap. F. Scott Fitzgerald writes, On the pleasant shore of the French Riviera, about halfway between Marseille and the Italian border, stands a large, proud, rose-colored hotel. Lately, it has become a summer resort of notable and fashionable people. In 1929, the stock market crashed and the Murphy's young son was diagnosed with tuberculosis. The couple left the Riviera to seek medical treatment in Switzerland before returning to the United States in 1934. Although the Murphys were no longer there, they had left their permanent mark on this part of the world that can still be seen today. Many aspiring and famous artists have retreated to you for inspiration, solace, and entertainment. Marc Chagall liked to sketch during the day in front of your waterfront cabanas. Pablo Picasso was also a frequent guest. While staying with you, he would never talk about art, but was clearly inspired by his surroundings. He would draw neoclassical bathers on your stationery and even drew your restaurant's menu in 1955. Pablo Picasso and Gary Cooper 
Also set up a shooting gallery in one of your gardens. Daryl Zanuck and Orson Welles treated you like a second home at times. They would write scripts and make business deals all while relaxing in your luxury. Zelda Fitzgerald didn't need much inspiration to be fabulous, but she loved you also. She showed her fun-loving, adventurous spirit by leaping from your pool's diving board at night, wearing only her slip. In 1938, you hosted a strange party, all because Mars was emitting a strange glow. Many people apparently believed that Mars was going to crash into Earth. You responded by throwing a gala entitled Fatal Night. The highlight of the evening was when American mining heiress Evelyn Walsh McLean, owner of the Cursed Hope Diamond, removed the 45-carat gem from the hotel vault for guests to handle if they dared. The Kennedy family summered at the Hotel de Cap in 1938. John Fitzgerald Kennedy was 21 years old. The entire Kennedy family being at the hotel did not stop Joe Kennedy Sr. from starting an affair with Marlena Dietrich. Knowing that Jack had a thing for Marlena, Joe would flaunt her in front of him, either to make him jealous or to encourage him. You served as a retreat for the Duke and Duchess of Windsor after the scandal of the abdication. The couple honeymooned with you and got some solace from the chaos they were surrounded with. Wallace Simpson, the new Duchess of Windsor, was the most hated woman in the United Kingdom at the time and was getting death threats. Undoubtedly, countless couples have spent their honeymoon on your luxurious grounds, but other particularly famous honeymooners to choose you were Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton. Here's to you, Hotel de Cap. You were originally built with artistic inspiration in mind. Although the artist retreat's concept wasn't long-lived in its earliest form, you have continued to be the muse for all kinds of artists ever since. Your idyllic setting and enchanting history will continue to captivate those looking to be inspired, desiring a romantic getaway, or just needing a break from the world. As F. Scott Fitzgerald wrote in Tender is the Night, the book you inspired, you never knew exactly how much space you occupied in people's lives. You, Hotel de Cap, have occupied immense space in the lives of so many people who have brought the world beautiful and moving works of art. You are an unconventional but iconic muse. Thanks so much for listening to this love letter to the Hotel de Cap. Until we meet again, darlings, stay in love. Thanks for listening to Love Letters 2, a Hemlock Creatives production. Feel like showing some love to Love Letters 2? We'd love it if you tell a friend or leave us a kind review or even come and visit us on social media. You can find us at Instagram or Facebook at Love Letters 2 Podcast. You can also reach out and email us at loveletters2podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at loveletters2podcast.com. Until we meet again in the next episode, darlings, stay in love.